You might be familiar with the concept of A-B testing, usually written as capital A slash capital B testing. Maybe you use it for email campaigns, web pages, social media, boosted posts and ads. But how can we use A-B testing methodology to make our digital signs do better? To talk about that, I have Debbie DeWitt, Marketing Communications Manager for Visix. Hello, Debbie DeWitt. Hi, Derek. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on and thank everybody out there for listening. This is digital signage done right. Whether you're new to digital signage or a seasoned pro, this podcast gives you practical advice about systems, communications, and content to better engage your audience. I'm Derek DeWitt, Communications Specialist for Physics. Welcome to Digital Signage Done Right. Okay, so first off, what is A-B testing? A-B testing is basically just showing two versions of something to the same audience under the same conditions and comparing which gets better results. Okay, why should people do this? Well, I'll start by saying if you don't care about measuring success, then don't do it. You don't need to A-B test. I mean, that being said, everyone should care about measuring success. Uh, If you're not looking at what works and what doesn't work on your digital signs, then you're just throwing out messages and hoping that they're doing what you want them to. And we have no way of knowing if they're doing what you want them to do. You know, something I've said a lot is we care about what we measure. But recently I came across a better phrasing of it, which is that whatever gets measured gets managed. Ooh, nice. That's, That's very good. Yeah, I'd say if you've put all the money and effort into a digital signage system, you should want to know if it's working. So A-B testing can help with that. Okay, so let's break this down into different parts. So you're showing two different versions of something. Say something about that. What, what are, what, how are they different? You know, your digital signs, what goes up on them is made up of lots of pieces and parts. So first you have to decide what do I want to A-B test. It could be anything from just a layout background or it could be the layout itself, the way things are presented on screen, whether weather, weather, weather. Whether your weather is on the right or the left, things like that. Um, It could be two different designs for an event schedule or something as simple as the image or font color in a message. Yeah, I was going to say, I would imagine that a lot of times it's going to be about the content itself or the specific wording of a message. Is this wording more effective than that wording? Seeing which one uh, is more effective, which one has more engagement. Yeah, I think I think messages are going to be the primary place where you do this. And I'd say the number one cardinal rule is only A-B test one thing at a time. Yeah. If- if you are looking to figure out, you know, which layout works best and which of these messages works best, or I have four messages that I want to A-B test, only do one at a time. Right. Because if you make a change on version three and version two and also version four, there's no way to tell what worked and what didn't work. Right. Exactly. I mean, is the goal here to eventually come up with this kind of perfect platonic ideal of the most awesome message in history? No. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, never. It's an impossible dream. No, uh, communications, like everything, is about you know continuous improvement. It's about continuing to make it better. It's it's not about best. It's about better. You know, it's it's constantly tweaking, uh, just like you do your website 
or your email templates or your ads that you've published places. You you always want to see, you know, can we improve the response to these? Right. I think there's a correlative to this in, in troubleshooting. I know that you used to work in the uh, AV industry and uh, I've heard you talk many times about like doing sound for a stage show and the microphone's not working. You got to go back and test it in a methodical, reasonable way. You can't just start randomly doing 15 different things hoping it'll work. You need to find out where the problem is. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you start at one end and you try each thing to see if that's the problem. I mean, if you have digital signs and say a screen isn't working, you know, you don't shut off the screen, uh, reboot your player, I don't know, reassign an, an admin account to it, you know, change the parameters, change the IP address. You do all of that at once. You have no idea what the problem was. So if it repeats itself, you can't duplicate the solution. So you want to do one thing at a time in your messages or your layout or whatever you're testing so that you can tell, hey, that made the difference because the difference can go either way. Keep in mind, um, you could also, if you did multiple A-B tests at once, say it's a, a layout background change and the layout you know, arrangement on screen at the same time, suddenly uh, people liked the background better, but they didn't like the layout itself as much. Well, they've they've canceled each other out. So you actually would think, oh, this didn't do anything when really one element of it was improved and one was not. Right. So it's not just for things that have already gone wrong, but it's also a way to methodically and intelligently optimize what you're trying to do, right? Because yeah, if you if you go change it a bunch of things at once, like boom, and then the whole system, hey, it's on fire. <laughs> right. <laughs> what did we do? Right, <laughs> right. Exactly. And of course, you also have to show it to the same audience in order to be able to judge its effectiveness. Audience one might react to message A one way, audience two react a different way, audience three a different way. So again, you're adding too many variables to the mix. You need to show both A and B versions to the same people at the same time of day or what? Like how, how, how specific should we mirror each other with the A and the B tests? Well, I would say in your example, there is one occasion where you'd go to different audiences, which is I have the same message and I want to see which of my audiences like it better or respond Ah. more to it. So you could have one message sent to different audiences or one message published at different times of day. And that's actually sort of an audience A-B test, not the message itself. It's Mm. saying which of these audiences or which screen, you know, gets more engagement. Um, But in terms of if you really want to test like this design against this design, then yeah, you need the same audience to look at it and and make that decision. And you can't know unless you have a call to action or some way to measure it, which we'll talk about a little bit you know, further. But I would just say you have to consider your audience. For example, if you're testing something that's supposed to appeal to like your third shift workers, you know, only show it to them. Like you said, don't also show it to first shift workers. And if you do, certainly don't take that feedback into account, whatever the, the measure or the feedback is, because you're testing it on third shift workers. So stay in your lane, you know, <laughs> right. set up the parameters uh, and you got to know your goal. You know, what what does this mean? So, you know, I'd say that that kind of leads into also like, what does it mean to do it under the same conditions? You know, it builds on the same thing. Uh, you need to show them on the same screen, same time of day, you know, same days. So don't schedule. Unless that's what you're A-B testing. So again, you don't have to A-B test messages uh, only. You could A-B test times a day. You could A-B test how long the message stays up. You could A-B test the audience. 
Yeah, that's absolutely the true. Day, the day of the week. Yeah, you're absolutely true. And that, and that all goes into laying down what am I trying to test? If you're trying to basically say which of my designs works better, then, you know, if you're scheduling one for Monday morning and one for Thursday afternoons, especially if it's like a public place or somewhere like a, a campus with a, a migrating audience that varies throughout the day, like you're not going to get the same results. You're not showing it to the same people under the same conditions. So you want to do that, then schedule it for Monday morning and do it, do it the next Monday morning. What about, what if you have like a lobby, let's say, for example, or a break room, you've got two screens side by side or right right across from each other, but in the same area. What about putting like version A on one screen, version B on the other screen, and then having some kind of feedback mechanism so people can say, actually, I like that one better. Yeah, I mean, that's the ideal. The ideal is, you know, we can never truly do apples to apples because, you know, at least as far as we know, we live in linear time. So the fact is... Well, there are some scientists <laughs> who would beg to differ. Right, right, but you know, the fact is, if you do one one Monday and one the next Monday, conditions have changed. But right. ideally is, hey, I want to show them both, you know, in the same area and the audience has the option, you know, imagine you've got two screens in a waiting room and they're both like full screen. So there's nothing else influencing your message. And, you know, you've got two playlists and it comes up in red on one. And then a little bit later, it comes up in blue on the other. You have a call to action in there, like a friendly URL, QR tag, whatever it is, take a picture of the screen. And one of them gets a lot more than the other. Right. That's a good result, but that's not always going to be possible. You know, a lot most most places use a, you know a screen or two screens but they're not showing the same thing because that's just you know kind of wasted real estate so they do that so just duplicate the situation as much as you can right and i think when we're getting into truly effectively testing you need to have a specific goal for this test don't test six things at once test a thing so it might be which background is better but it also might be something else right i mean yeah you have to define you know i said to see which does better you got to figure out what does better mean right. and i and i apologize i'm going circular here because that's really the first thing you do even though it was the last thing i said <laughs> um but you know as in all communications the goal comes first so first you know you've talked about you have to say do i want to test you know which audience is best for this is it out in the lobby or is it in the break room? Do I want to test if Mondays or Thursdays are better for this, if mornings or afternoons? And when we say better for this, we mean what gets more engagement? What gets a better response? And if it's, do I want to see if this layout or message does better than the other one? It's really about, you got to have that whole hypothesis before you even start this. I mean, maybe you have two designs, but before you even start designing, you could have this in mind. I want to try green against blue. And, uh, and your goal could be, you know, it's really engagement. So it could be something like, I want Want more people to sign up or or which message gets more people to sign up or mm -hmm. show up to an event mm -hmm. but again it has to be measurable that really comes down to that call to action you gotta have that call to action and that has to be finely honed yeah we've got other episodes about you know crafting your call to action measuring roi so i'm not going to go into details here but it's really about as i said it's got to be a measurable goal if it's hey more people attend an event you need to show that the reason that happened or didn't happen possibly is because of what you did on your digital sign you know if more people just show up you have no idea why maybe it was more word of mouth maybe they saw it on the web maybe, or what maybe you also stuck it in the newsletter for the first time exactly but if they have to register for that event using a friendly URL, a link in your digital signage message, well... That they can only get via the digital signage. Exactly. Right. And in an A-B test, you can also A-B test your call to action. Mm. So say you're like, I don't know, 
Our screens are all mounted low enough people can use their phones to hit QR tags. Let's do one with a friendly URL. And what, let's do another one with a QR tag that uses a different URL mm-hmm. to register for this event. At the end of the test, you can go, hey, 30 people registered using the friendly URL. 20 people did it using the URL we used in the QR code. It seems that the URL on screen got more engagement. Okay, so how can I how can I mess this up? What are some mistakes I can make in my A-B testing? Um, okay, so this will be like a little wrap-up. So not defining your goal or making the goal something that's not measurable. And I think also specific to the digital signage. Like we said, if you're doing a, a, a dedicated landing page for, I don't know, an event sign-up, but you're advertising that in emails using leaflets, the digital signage, and so on, leaflets. Well, some places, are, she, she, she's laughing at me, but some, some places leaflets. are still using leaflets and little brochures and little... If your little, town crier is also <laughs> yeah, announcing right. the event. Right, if the town crier is out there going, hear ye, hear you, www.ourcompany.org slash... Then, uh, you 17th know, century. 17th century, yeah. But if, you, uh, if you're using the same landing page with all those different ways, you have literally no way to know how people got there. Right. All that is is testing does the call to action work. You don't know wh- which format of it worked better. And, and again, uh, change one thing at a time, right? That's the next mistake you can make. You don't have to test every single little change independently, though. Let's not get crazy. Like if you go, okay, I've got one that's got white, aerial, bold font. Now I'm going to try one with blue Times New Roman italic font. You don't need to go, okay, I'm going to change it to Times New Roman, now test. Okay, now I'm going to make it, you know, take the bold off. Okay, then test again. Okay, now I'm (laughs) going to go to italic, now test again. Like, don't do that. Don't get too granular. Right, it doesn't need to be that granular. But, you know, obviously it's, it's, think of it in terms of the design changed. I'm going to change that. Now you may have something like, I'm going to throw the image on the left of this uh, message in one and on the right of the image in the other. You know, go ahead and test after that. It, it's it's really about, I mean, designers are smart enough to know what constitutes what's really uh, substantially different and just test that. Ah, I think that's, a, that's an excellent point. Talk to your designers and your content creators. But you also don't want to throw up, hey, we're going to test three different messages and a new layout and a new event schedule all right now. Exactly. Exactly. That's, you know, the other thing we said, don't mix your audiences or the conditions. Try and get them as close as you can. Try and duplicate the circumstances in which the two competing designs are seen uh, as much as possible. The next mistake people make is failing to consider external factors. This is something we haven't Uh... talked about before. So say you're a hotel and you run message A when you're at half capacity and message B when you're fully booked. That's not a fair test. You have a bigger audience. So like, for example, I know a lot of people working from home these days. Like maybe you know that more people work from home on Wednesdays than on Thursdays. Mm -hmm. So don't run a test on Wednesday and then the B version on Thursday because it's a whole different setup, totally different audiences. Yeah, it'd be different people or some of the same people, but some of the other people aren't there. So you literally don't have as many people to respond. Right. And again, this stuff needs to be measurable, right? Like you need good hard, solid data. Yeah, I'd say another mistake that that people make, and I think we do this, I do it, I think a lot of people do it in general, it's human nature, but don't let your gut feelings override the actual results. You know, if you've got gathered statistics, pay attention to those. It's very easy, especially when you're an expert, you know, you know your company, you know your audience, you know your communications, 
and you've got gut feelings on what should work, and you're probably even maybe have a favorite. Well, you might get statistics or results back that don't agree with what you thought they were going to be. Mm. You still need, you know, don't let your gut, don't just be like, well, this is wrong. You know, I, I'm sure that people will like this one better. Pay attention because to it. Because I like it. Yeah, and the fact is, uh, like I said, it's that's why there are a hundred listicles out there about surprising statistics about blank because we're surprised by them because we didn't uh, expect it. Yeah, that's true. You know, so uh, pay attention to the, to those uh, results with one caveat. If you are absolutely sure, I mean, for, for example, you get a, 113 responses on something when only 30 people should have responded. You're going to go, there's <laughs> something. Well, we only have 52 people in the company. <laughs> right. Then there's something wrong in your experiment. Yeah. You know, that's the other thing. If you put two messages out and say, we'll go back to that example of the, the friendly URL versus the QR code, mm. and one gets just a ton of responses and one gets none, like zero. What you might want to okay. do is just go back and double check, did that QR code work? There's a fact that if you show a friendly URL, you might need to show it for say eight seconds on screen, but with a QR code, you needed to give it time for the QR code to work. So you need to have it up for 14 seconds. So right. you might actually find when you look at your data, oh, we need to tweak the experiment. But I think that you just can't let your own prejudices or favoritism override uh, real statistics. Right. Just because you like cats doesn't mean that putting a picture of a cat is going to be the most effective way to get your point across. I just want to say putting a picture of a cat is the most effective way to get your point across. Even people that don't like cats <laughs> react to cat pictures. Like, oh, I hate them. I know. Exactly. Um, and the last thing I'd say in terms of ways you can mess this up is by doing it once. Uh, and that doesn't just, I don't mean like, hey, I tested these two messages and I got my results. What do you mean I have to do it again? I mean, not continuing to experiment in general with your content, with your layouts, with your messaging, with your verbiage, with your imagery, with your colors, all of it. Just because one design beats out another doesn't mean it's the best it can be. I mean, you can always continuously improve your designs, continuously improve your layouts, your backgrounds, your imagery. You know, basically, like we say about everything in every single sector of business or communications, you need to keep continuing to improve and experiment always be improving not simply because well it's, that's what all the books say to do but because you want to give your audience better and better content that's more and more focused towards their needs the ultimate communications system tells people about something before they even know they wanted to know it yeah it's all about engagement and the audience experience all right pretty interesting stuff i'd like to thank debbie for talking to me today thank you debbie Thanks, Derek. Version B. Thanks, Debbie. Thank you, Derek. Oh, I think I like the second one better. Uh, and of course, we'd like to thank all of you for listening. Hey, want more free stuff? Then head to the resources section of physics.com for free masterclass guides, blogs, videos, and more to help you with your digital signs. Please share, subscribe, and leave a review of this episode and connect with us on social media. 